Welcome, welcome everyone to The Enthusiast Life. I am your host, Mark Turcotte. I'm so glad each and every one of you have decided to make me a part of your day. Well, my friends, it is Tuesday, September 21st, 2021. And boy, I gotta say, my day is off to a great start so far. I woke up this morning, came downstairs, going pouring my coffee, getting the computer all fired up, getting set here to record this episode, checking my email, and I got my Halo Waypoint email to say, hey, you are invited to the Halo Infinite Tech Preview for the next two weekends. That's why they're doing it for two weekends. Um, and even though, hey, I was in the last one, so chances are, you know, I'm of course going to be in this one. Um, but just getting that confirmation, knowing I'm going to be playing some Halo Infinite this weekend has me super, super excited. Now, the next preview, though, next weekend, I'm going to be in Disney. So I'm not going to be able to take part in the second one. So, um, you know. It is what it is, right? <laughs> Let's see. Um, do I want to go to Disney or would I rather play Halo Infinite? Eh, no, come on. Obviously, I want to be going to Disney, right? I'm going to be building a lightsaber at Disney. I can't wait for that. Um, but either way, super excited. So if you are going to be in the Halo Infinite tech preview, hit me up. Let me know. Email me, theenthuselife at gmail.com or hit me on Twitter at Marturk, M-A-R-K-T-U-R-C. I would love to hook up with you and play some Halo Infinite. Hopefully, we're going to have a lot more people playing this weekend. And of course, having big team battle be a thing um, is going to be great. Just kind of getting those bigger maps, more people playing. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm super excited. So let me know if you're going to be in it um, because, again, I would love to see uh, more of you out there. But today on the show, I want to be talking about Tales of Arise. I mentioned yesterday at the end of the show, I had picked it up um, last Thursday, and I'm actually a little over eight hours into the game. Um, you know, this was that game that, if you remember, I talked about it a couple weeks ago. They put a demo out for it. Um, you know, I was getting emails from Bandai Namco. I always get emails from them, um, I think, because I had signed up for um, the, the original Dragon Ball Xenoverse beta. And for some reason, I just constantly get emails from them for every game that's coming out by them. And um, that's kind of actually how Scarlet Nexus fell onto my radar. And of course, once Scarlet Nexus came out, this is now kind of the big the big game um, that they've been, been pumping up. And, you know, the Tales series is a game that's been out, I think this is actually the 25th anniversary of that series. Um, it's a JRPG. You know, so kind of in the vein of, of like a Final Fantasy and that. But it definitely has its own um, style to it. Um, but I've never played a Tales game. And not, really for no reason other than just, you know, time and place. None of them ever really fell on my radar. It wasn't that I was ever, you know, not interested in them. It was just there were other games that I was playing that they just never, you know, I never crossed paths with them, if you want to say. Um, but this game, you know, looking at the screenshots... Um, looking at every trailer that had come out, and then of course, you know, the the demo coming out. Um, I mean, the game really started gaining a little bit of attention for me as I started seeing kind of what this game was actually going to be. And then, of course, playing the demo really took it to that next level. If you haven't seen the game yet, go check out uh, a trailer or check out some screenshots of it. Um, it's gorgeous. I mean, that's the one thing that this game just immediately pops like it, it was giving me feelings like looking at it of like um breath of the wild um even though you know again it, it's not that type of game at all but just the way it looks it's it's somewhat cartoony even kind of in the vein of like borderlands i, I guess and, and that's as i was playing it i was kind of thinking like that might be just graphically even though you know style wise in terms of the aesthetic of it very different tales of arise is a a fantasy slash sci-fi um type game but just the way the models move where they're 3d but they somewhat look 
animated, like cartoony, if that makes sense. Um, and then just how bright and colorful everything is. It's It really gives a great first impression, especially when you see it in, in motion. It's, it's awesome. Um, and then that fantasy sci-fi thing is also what kind of brought me to it. Because the story of this game is there's essentially two planets that are very close. There's Dana and Rena. And essentially, Dana is the medieval world. And Rena is the sci-fi slash advanced world think almost like a fantasy star i mean it's kind of crazy to say it but you guys know how much i love that that series um it's kind of that and and essentially what happened in this game is the renans from rena of course uh <laughs> sci-fi more advanced planet basically attacked the danans on dana and enslaved them and took them over and for 300 years have just basically ruled that planet and you play this character alfin who um is begins the game in an iron mask literally um enslaved in the slave camp and you essentially rise up to basically free dana from from the running rule and alfin has no he can't feel pain um and then you meet shion um this this girl who is a renin who you meet very early on in the game, who is on the run from the Renans, for, who for whatever reason want to capture her. And when anyone touches her, she shoots out these things, they call them thorns, but it's essentially like electricity. Think of like Electro or, or somebody like that. Um, and anybody touches her, she just shoots these, all this electricity out. And of course, as Alfin, you, co- you cross paths with her, you end up touching her at some point, and you realize that, you can't feel the pain. She realizes that. And so together you work to, you know, through all these different dialogue uh, cutscenes and all that, you decide that you're going to be together and free Dana from this Renan rule. Now you also learn, and this is where it gets a little bit crazier. She has this elemental core, and that's essentially, I think, what gives her her thorns, that uh, Alfin is able to get this giant blazing sword from with her. But so he needs her, she needs him to, you know, kind of help topple the Renan rule and it just becomes this you know I mean it's it's very a very anime very JRPG story right I mean as I'm kind of explaining it you're probably even almost rolling your eyes to it but it's that classic just JRPG story and there's already been a pretty big twist that I didn't see coming at all there's already been you know uh, a death that was pretty emotional that i'm just like oh god like this is terrible it's really kind of fi- fitting the um or filling the uh final fantasy 14 hole for me right now um and when i say that you know when i played final fantasy 14 because it took me god you know nearly 300 hours to finish the the story it really was that story and that you know when i played final fantasy 14 i didn't really play it as an MMO so much. I mean, of course, the dungeons and all that, you have to team up with other people. But because there was so much story content, I just went story to story to story to story. You know, story quest to story quest just kind of jumped around. And and that's what's cool about this is it's kind of filling that gap um, that as I'm waiting here for Endwalker to kind of come out, you know, you have that sci-fi style. Because, you know, the cool thing about the sci-fi is Shion carries like this giant like space rifle is what she uses, where here you are as Alfin using this um, giant sword that, you know, every once in a while you pull out this blazing sword that you're able to pull out, out of this elemental core that she has. And then also along the way, now I have three other party members that I've met up with and, uh, or I'm sorry, two others. Uh, I had a third one at one point. Um, and, uh, you know, they have different abilities and, you know, the game, I mean, the gameplay, of course, that, that obviously is, is going to be king here. So when it comes to the combat, 
Um, it is again still a JRPG, so it kind of puts you when you when you cross an enemy's path, which you see the enemies, and you can run up to them. If you get a little bit close, they'll kind of come towards you. So it's that style of JRPG. But the way the combat plays out is um, on the controller. I'm playing on Xbox. You use the right bumper, just kind of use basically just do like an auto attack. You can choose which character you want to play as. You can play as Shion. You can play as some of the other characters that, that join your party. I've just been playing as Alfin because he unlocks abilities. You can have up to three of them equipped on top of his basic attack. Um, and each one costs, they call them the AG, but it's basically a thing of like like your Magicka if you want. But you can, right now I have four little nodes unlocked. Each ability costs either one or two depending. When they're gone, I can only do my basic attack. But doing enough basic attacks will fill that meter back up. And as he's learning abilities, you can put them in there. Now you also can send characters airborne or even you can go airborne just by jumping within the little battle itself, which then you can also fit in three other abilities into that. Um, so really you can have six because kind of when you're in the air, you, you have others. Um, and so you're doing just basic damage to the enemies. Um, yourself and your other party members have another meter that's filling up that kind of gives them this, this boost attack, it's called. And so you can utilize their abilities and, you know, um, she on herself is because she has a rifle, any enemy that's airborne, um, she does more damage to them. I have a new character in my party named Law. Law is good against shielded enemies. So when I'm fighting an enemy with shield or, you know, some sort of protection, you use that ability. When that pulls up, he comes in, does a massive punch. Um, and then there's another thing is as you're hitting enemies and doing more combos using your abilities, you have this break meter. When the break meter pops, it just says strike on the screen and you can hit any one of the uh, the um, character buttons on the D-pad that kind of pull in their ability and you do this like team up attack where they come in, doesn't cost you any AG or nothing and just causes this massive flashy attack on the screen. And that's kind of what's cool about this game is because it's so colorful, it's bright, the, the combat feels so good, it looks so good and it's fun to play. Like a lot of times in these games, you know, any JRPG, it just gets old after a while, especially in a game where you have random encounters or even a game like this where you're constantly coming across enemies. Um, you know, you kind of want to avoid combat. In this game, for whatever reason, eight hours in, I'm still running towards combat because it it just looks so cool. It, it's it's fun to battle with these characters. And, and I don't know, I'm having a good time with it. There's side quests you can go on, which are, you know, pretty basic, like go kill X amount of enemies or whatever. Um, I am playing it on easy, so I'm not really, I, I haven't had any problems at all, you know, dying. I mean, I've had a couple fights, some of the boss fights, which, you know, the bosses are awesome. I mean, they're huge. Um, classic, again, JRPG bosses. Um, but they'll take a little bit longer, you know, kind of like attack sponges, if you want to say. Um, but you know, the combat, it, it's cool. It's slowly layering on all these different systems. And I know there's more systems to come because in the demo, it seems like the demo takes place probably 15 hours in because thinking back to what the level of the characters were at that point, and even some of the people in my party, um, and everything was basically available, um, um, systems wise, um, I'm not even there yet. So like the demo actually kind of throws everything at you and says, Hey, here's everything that's possible. So, um, you know, it, it was a little bit, uh, you know, overbearing when you, when you saw that that was in the demo, but what's cool is the game actually slowly kind of peels it out to you and kind of gives you, um, you know, gives you that ability to learn the combat, um, as you're playing. And again, like I said, so far I'm digging the story. I mean, it has, you know, those colorful, uh, characters in that it has some cutscenes that are in-engine cutscenes, and then it also has um, some cutscenes that come in every once in a while that are full-on just 
animated, like like it, like you're watching an anime. Um, and yeah, I mean, you guys know I like anime, so I think that's kind of where this game is. You know, it's probably not for everyone, um, but uh, you know, it's I love games like this that just come out of nowhere that I had no expectations for. Like you know, going into this fall, I kept thinking in my head like, okay, well, you know. Maybe gonna get Diablo 2 resurrected. I have Metroid Dread. I'm looking at um, Guardians of the Galaxy, Battlefield 2042, and Halo. Those are those are my fall games. That's what I'm playing. And then out of nowhere, you have a game like this that comes out that I just didn't even expect. Was nowhere near interested in getting it all. I played the demo. Reviews come out. It's getting nines. It's getting tens. People are raving about it. And I said, you know what? Let me let me take a chance. Let me jump in here. And it's it's great. Like by the end of the year, like actually, I was kind of thinking like. By no means is it going to probably be my game of the year. Um, but right now, it's probably one of the most fun games I've played all year, having a lot of fun playing. And I think back to Scarlet Nexus, same thing with that game earlier this year that kind of came out of nowhere and did that. If I had to compare the two and if I had to recommend one or the other to someone, um, it's kind of tough because they're they're both definitely RPGs. Um, Scarlet Nexus is much more action-focused, even though Tales of Arise, when you look at the combat, it... It looks action, and it is. I mean, you're again, you're doing those auto attacks and using, um, you know, tactics as you're kind of popping off your abilities. But Scarlet Nexus is very much still more of an action game than it is RPG. Tales of Arise is more of an RPG than it is an action game. I think is the right way to to put it. Um, you know, I think some of the people who like the Tales games, you know, because I guess you know the series that has such a, a hardcore fan base to it. Um, the, the way a lot of the, the true fans are, are explaining it is it is a kind of new launch for the series. And again, you don't have to play the old games to, to get into this. It, it kind of is like a new jumping off point. They're trying to get new players into the Tales series like myself, which, hey, congratulations, you did it. You know, probably now any other Tales game that comes out, <laughs> I'm, whether or not I'm going to get it, I'm going to be very interested in that game leading up to it, you know, but chances are I'm probably going to get it because this game is making a great impression on me for what the, what is possible with this series. Um, but it is somewhat um, formatted. So, you know, you're going to, it looks open world like when you see a lot of the footage, but it's really not. You're kind of going to these instant small little areas. Um, I, I say small. Some of them are pretty big. Um, but it's, but you're still somewhat constrained. You know, it's not like, again, it's not like Breath of the Wild where you can climb everything, go everywhere. It's not that. Um, but, uh, you know, so far, just the way it all works, you know, I think, again, how I played Final Fantasy, like, I would jump to that next story quest, and I'm kind of in that area, go to the, you know, go where I need to go in the area, grab a couple materials, things that I need, and just rinse and repeat, that's kind of what I did, and that's kind of what Tales of Arise is um, delivering for me, um, with the incredible soundtrack, incredible graphics, digging the story, um, I'm really enjoying it, so I would say if you have any interest in this game, I mean, the problem is, you know, this upcoming weekend, we got Halo Infinite. You got actually Diablo 2 Resurrected this weekend as well. Metroid is coming. I mean, there's a lot of games coming out. So this probably for many folks is not on your radar, you know, because there's probably a lot of other games right now that you're looking at probably coming up that you're going to be playing. But I will say, you know, this might be a game that a lot of times these games will go on sale like, um, you know, three months after launch. I think Scarlet Nexus was already down to 30 or 35 bucks here recently. Um, so within three or four months, this will be down to a decent price. If you're looking for an RPG, um, this definitely is one you should probably check out. So I would say like Christmas time, this is probably going to be one of those $30 Black Friday games or $35, whatever it is. Um, so check it out. 
you know, if you're if you need an RPG in your life and you're looking for something new, um, and if anything, please just go check the trailers out because I think if anything, you'll just look at it and be like, wow, that game looks it looks really good. Maybe it's not your cup of tea, but just the the art style in that is very cool. Um, the way they did it, it's it's pretty neat. So. All right, well, that's going to do it for me here today, guys. Remember, tomorrow, What If Wednesday, we'll be breaking down the latest episode of What If Tomorrow on the show, so be sure to tune into that. Um, so as always, hit me up on Twitter at Marturk, M-A-R-K-T-U-R-C. Email me, theenthuselife at gmail.com. Let me know, are you going to be playing some Halo Infinite this weekend? I'd love to know. And uh, friend me up on Xbox, too, if you want. Uh, my gamer tag is C-E-Turks. Uh, that's C-E-T-U-R-K-S. Uh, friend me up over there on Xbox or even PlayStation, even if you're on PlayStation or Steam, whatever. Whatever service you're on, friend me up. C-E-Turks. C-E-T-U-R-K-S. Well, until tomorrow, everybody, have a great rest of your day. And until then, we'll catch you next time.